All right, well, welcome to the uh, the Top Notch Boys podcast launch episode one. I'm your host Tony. With me right now, maybe for the foreseeable future, I got my boy Alec. Yes, and, sir. Uh, yeah, we're the Top Notch Boys, so this is our uh, first episode of our sports based podcast, and uh, we're more or less here to kind of uh, you know give some unfiltered logic-based takes hot takes yeah the hottest takes hot like lava um and i mean this is something that uh we've been kind of doing unofficially for probably i want to say the last couple of years uh we've had a friend group we did fantasy sports we do a lot of you know sports debates like any group of uh guy friends does and uh yeah we're the first uh people in our group to have the fucking nuts to go ahead and record this shit. Uh, but yeah, we uh, you know, we were homies back in the day. Uh, we were on some, you know, some super slimy shit back in the day, you know, bad kids up to nothing good. And uh, luckily we're just uh, we're on some uh, some grown man shit now, recording podcasts like the average uh, white male in this country does <laughs> about sports like the uh, average white male uh, watches so primarily it's going to be mostly football basketball oriented we have uh some guests planned for the future for some of the other sports some uh some specialists here and uh yeah so we're just going to tell you a little bit about ourselves here my name's tony i grew up you know we're both primarily grew up in the midwest minnesota i i uh, lived in california san diego so I rep the Chargers, the Lakers, the Padres. Um, I'm a little bit loose with some of my hockey teams, but uh, for the most part, you know, I grew up on uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, Kobe Bryant, you know, Jake PV highlights. Not like there's too many Padres highlights out there, but <laughs> that, that Southern California flavor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I am Alec. Again, Tony pretty much said it all right, kind of where we came from, Midwest boys. You know, I rep, sadly, all Minnesota sports teams. It's a, it's a painful experience, but, you know, when we finally do crack the crack the barrel and get something going, you know, I'll uh, be able to say I lived through all the hard times, right? <laughs> uh, Minnesota Vikings, T-Wolves, Twins. Um, you know, I'm not a huge hockey guy, but definitely we'll tune into the wild here and there. So, yeah, we're just going to get into this thing. You know, we're, uh, again, like Tony said, unofficially have debated debated over over you know multiple years can't promise that we won't start you know yelling into the mic try to keep it to a minimum but Mm -hmm. you know we definitely have our strong opinions and uh which is going to make this great we're not going to be able to agree on everything and we're going to have to uh, agree to disagree on a lot of topics which is uh kind of the best part about this thing so Definitely looking forward to this. I hope that uh, everyone can enjoy this moving forward. Hopefully, I think Tony plans down the road possibly to have a visual attached to this. Yeah. Uh, once we kind of get going, but, um, but yeah. So, it's pretty much it. So I guess Tony, I'll let you kind of lead us into into the top first topic, and uh, we can kind of go from there and just uh, see how this thing rolls. For sure. For sure. So um. um as of right now the uh, recording of this today is sunday the 3rd of july 4th of july weekend and as you know um it is the time uh for lots of nba off-season basketball um some of you might remember the uh, infamous 4th of july signing of kevin durant um back in i believe it was 2016 feels like forever ago but we all know where we were on that day. It was basketball's 9-11. It, it was ruined. pain. Yeah. It was a lot of pain. But that circles us back to today, 2022. Kevin Durant is trying to get out of his current situation. Nobody knows exactly where they want to go. Um, and uh, with Kyrie Irving just signing, or not signing, but agreeing to his, uh, I believe, $34 million player option, on his contract here definitely complicates things for the uh, the Brooklyn Nets front office and the uh, the Nets faithful who were really hoping to get a championship out of this core. 
and it just didn't work out. I gotta say, um, is it hot to say that the Brooklyn Nets front office might be the worst in the league? I mean, I, I'm sure that they're not the worst, but I mean, look at what happened. I mean, they they had a decent young core, 2018 mm-hmm. in the playoffs, had D'Angelo Russell, Lavert, I believe, was on those teams. A few other of them, young guys, Jared Allen. They traded all of these pieces um, to, like you said, get Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. They had gotten James Harden last season, um, and it is blowing up in their face. I, uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to say the least. I know we've talked on it off the record. You know, Kevin Durant has a couple teams he wants to go to, um, but he has zero leverage. Yeah, zero leverage. Four years left on that contract here. And ultimately, the Nets are sitting in a position of power in the negotiation aspect of things. They're really asking these teams for, uh, ultimately, their, their second, their third best player, young players, uh, players with big contracts, um, and a plethora of picks. And um, <clears throat> I personally don't expect a, a trade to be made um, by the time this, uh, this episode of this podcast gets posted later this week. Uh, simply because of the fact, man, if I'm if I'm sitting in the front office of a, of a team that's on the verge of contention or that is a contending team, I'm looking at my roster, I'm looking at all these guys, I went out and I drafted some of them, I signed some of them, I traded for them to build this team just to cash all that in for Kevin Durant. You're just going to be left in a very similar situation that the Nets are in where you have a top-heavy roster, lots of veteran minimum contracts going around to fill seats on the bench and you really have to rely on your star power i don't remember who it was exactly that said it i think it might have been jj reddick actually the greatest fucking sports reporter on the planet right <laughs> yeah, now it's good stuff, man. best fucking sports reporter on the planet he said you can't buy a team right now man and uh you know i, I if i'm the sons of the heat or or any of these things, even the fucking Timberwolves. I mean, my God, they they said we won't trade Anthony Edwards to get Kevin Durant because they understand like the. Uh, There's a future. Yeah. There's a future to be had, uh, and uh, the Nets, the Nets did you know what was extremely extremely popular in the NBA at the time, and that was buying the best players, building a super team to win a friend, uh, win a title. I mean, we watched the Warriors win a few when Durant, Steph, and Clay were running the show. We watched LeBron win in Miami. We watched the Celtics' big three, probably one of the more, uh, one of the first teams in this era to kind of step into the building that super team. I feel. Yeah. Um, and the Nets tried it, and it has absolutely blown up in their face. I do gotta say, I feel like Kevin Durant has given it his all during this time in Brooklyn. He hasn't sat out. Yeah, there's He's been a dealt lot. with an injury here and there, um, but you know. There's been a lot of unnecessary KD slander, yeah. honestly. And the thing is, bro, when the chips were down, bro, in the second round versus the Bucks a couple years back, who stepped up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, Kevin you, you saw the issues with Kyrie and James Harden that have been there for the last couple of years, bro. Kyrie's availability issues, James Harden's conditioning issues. And the one issue the I had suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing I didn't see, bro, was Ky- was uh, Kevin Durant not getting buckets. I, I, Kevin Durant was getting buckets, um, with fucking PJ Tucker scratching him, and then fucking going and talking to his Katie's mom, saying that he loves her. That was yeah. That was a little sus to me. Yeah, but you know, it'll be interesting, man. It'll be interesting to say. I gotta say though, uh, if I'm the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, I am. Firing the GM, so I'm firing Steve Nash mm-hmm. because this is absolutely horrendous. Especially that they weren't even able to do anything with it, and I feel like a lot of that. I'm gonna bl- put a lot of that blame on Steve Nash personally. Mm-hmm. I just the system he was running. It was a uh, you know let's run ISO ball with KD or Kyrie or Harden. Yeah. It doesn't win basketball championships personally. No, there's not many teams out there that have won just running ISO, if any. Yeah, it's a it's a team sport, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, what do we got for predictions? I mean, what do I'm, you think? I have a bit of a sleeper pick as far as my predictions go. I had I had mentioned one of these before, but I'm bringing you a fresh one today. Um, I would not be surprised. Oh, I would be pleasantly surprised if 
the Chicago Bulls didn't make a move towards getting Kevin Durant. Mm. I think if they give up one of DeMar DeRozan or Nikola Vucevic, uh, maybe Alonzo Ball, Kobe White, uh, Patrick Williams kind of a package there. Um, they have a lot of their picks still. They didn't give up too many to get Vucevic. I mean, shit, dude. If you swap out Vucevic and DeRozan and get KD and Seth Curry or uh, you know somebody, one of the role players on that team, I don't feel bad upgrading from DeMar DeRozan, who has had some issues with his, uh, his playoff ability um, in years past to get Kevin Durant. Um, especially in a team like the Bulls, where they're kind of hovering around that mediocre playoff team, that 6-7 seed. Um, I think with as top-heavy top as the East is, any push to get into those top four teams, if you're one of those middling teams out East, um, is a good push in my book. So I think, the, I think the Bulls have less to lose and more to gain going for Kevin Durant, just because I, I really don't see... DeRozan holding that uh, door open for contention too much longer for them. Kevin Durant definitely gets them there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Bulls, that would be a... I wouldn't be surprised by that. But, I mean, if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you probably don't try to trade Kevin Durant to to a big team like that. A team who... He'll have to see a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, I could see them... Sending them, it's tough, man. I like you said, you who knows if he'll even get traded. Um, where I would like to see Kevin Durant personally is I would like to see him in Miami. Um, what would that look like as far as what would Miami have to give them? I mean, they'd more than likely have to give them Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, a plethora of picks, especially mm-hmm. if they don't want to send Bam in the package, which of course they don't want to send Bam, right? Bam is that number three guy. Yeah. Number two right now, but he should be a number three he's guy. He's arguably their best defender. I mean, yeah, him and Jimmy, that team would be lethal. I mean, you talk in, you know, assuming Kyle Lowry's not on the team, obviously they'd have to go out and get some sort of point. But I mean, you're talking Jimmy Butler, Kevin Durant, Bam Adebayo. Good luck in the Eastern Conference going up against that Especially team. Especially because that team realistically made a very they they. Could have very well potentially won the East last year. Yeah. Had they, you know, been able to play Tyler Hero more, I, I think even if like a guy like Oladipo would have came back earlier in the season, gotten his legs under him. Yeah, Kyle have, Lowry. Kyle mm-hmm. Lowry was kind of a no call, no show in the playoffs. Yeah, but <clears throat> you know, trading in all your pieces, you know, if you if you only lose Tyler Hero and a bunch of role player kind of guys, and you know your picks, I, I really don't. You know, feel bad if I'm getting fucking Kevin Durant on the team. But it's interesting. I think more likely than not, Kevin Durant ends up in the East. I think the West is full of teams that are either building for, uh, you know, a championship window or teams that have an established core that don't want to fuck with the chemistry. Obviously, he's not going back to the Warriors. I don't think the, the Suns can't <laughs> physically trade them Booker. No. So it's like, do the Nets really want Aiton, a guy who... You know, is seen as replaceable by the Suns and Michael Bridges, who's more of just like a three and D role player kind of guy with some upside. I don't fucking want that in return for yeah, KD. If I'm the Brooklyn Nets, I am wherever I trade Kevin Durant, I am trading him for a number of picks because the Brooklyn Nets trade him, keep him. They're not winning shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're being honest there. They're not winning shit. Um. They should just start the rebuild, personally. I mean, that's my personal personal thought about everything, is with the, when it revolves around Brooklyn. Um, start the rebuild. Get rid of all your assets, big assets. <laughs> I don't know who will take Ben Simmons, but, you know, that's my personal opinion. Of course, will that happen? Probably not. No. Um, but, you know, that's that's kind of what my thoughts were, and that's... Yeah, should be interesting. Same with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, you know, they're saying a lot about him going to the Lakers. I could see that as well. Yeah. Um, that is honestly where I think he will end up is in L.A. Yeah. With that, with that one-year contract, I really don't feel like a lot of teams want to give up a whole lot to go and get someone that's going to be a free agent uh, after next year. Um, but one team that is desperate enough 
And um, uh, <laughs> one team that's desperate enough uh, try to win one. Um, you know, and uh, anyone whose name is attached to Kobe Bryant really is getting a a, a job at the Lakers. Uh, whether it's front office trainers, players, you know, if you if you sniffed Kobe Bryant back in 07, you probably could get a job offer from the Lakers. Honestly, yep. they've had Rob Palinka running that shit show for fucking over a decade because he was Kobe's guy. And, uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, I think that's the Lakers' big move. I think it's their only move. They did get Lonnie Walker. You know, they're, they say they're interested in Buddy Heald and, uh, Bull, Bull, no, it wasn't Bull, Bull, fucking Mo Bamba. It's like, yeah, you can be interested in those guys, but how are you going to get them there? They're not coming for million-dollar contracts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lakers, too. I don't know what to think about those guys, man. I mean... Ultimately, I don't know what to think about the Lakers. Ultimately, to me, the Lakers are on the down and down, regardless of what happens. I don't care if they get Kyrie Irving. They probably still won't even make it out of the West, personally. The West is way too stacked. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is made of glass. LeBron James has got a lot of miles on his body, as great as he was last year. Uh, he, he can't do it alone. And if Anthony Davis isn't present... And then you got a question mark in Kyrie Irving who takes time off for mental health or whatever the hell he's doing. Yeah. And, you know, you never really know. But, yeah, it should be interesting to see how the West shakes out. I know we're kind of transitioning into Lakers in the West, but, man, there, there's been a lot of a lot of big moves uh, that took place uh, yeah. so far. I mean, we're not even a week into free agency, and we've seen some serious moves. I mean, you look at, uh, look at Dallas. You know, they added, why am I spacing his name Christian right now? Wood. Christian Wood. They added Christian Wood. The Clippers added John Wall. Yeah. We haven't seen John Wall much in the last few years, but it's still a great pickup for them. On a, I want to say, didn't he go ahead and... He, he gave, the, he gave, he gave them, them the... Vet, the veteran minimum on his deal, isn't he? No, it wasn't. Like it, an 8 mil I think or it, something? I think it's like, yeah, like two years, 8 million a year. Uh, I think it might be like a two-year mid-level exception or something sure. like that, but... But, uh, they, he gave him the discount, bro, to go play for a team that's going to fucking use him. And he sat on the bench willingly uh, so that Houston could develop their uh, their young dudes, which is, a, which is a pro move, a vet move. Homie went and got his fucking degree, too. He ain't cripping in the streets anymore. <laughs> he, yeah. He got his fucking no more bachelor's. more walking. I got to say, though, I mean, uh, yeah, the West, the, it'll be interesting to see how the West shakes out. Because, I mean, DeAndre Ayton is still available. I feel like you're you're underplaying the uh, your bit of the the show here, which is the massive trade that <laughs> yeah. happened this offseason. I'm trying not to just hop into it, man, because I could talk about it for 20 minutes. Yeah, it, the T Wolves, baby. I mean, man, I tell you what, I my entire life has been basically a complete um, and utter pain revolving the Timberwolves from you know Kevin Garnett going to the Celtics and winning a ring after. Unfortunately, he just couldn't end up getting it done here. Uh, Kevin Love, how great he was on Minnesota. We traded him uh, for Wiggins, actually. He goes ahead and gets a ring. Okay, we have one good year. We had Jimmy Butler. I was so pumped when we got Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler comes to town. We make a run. We're the three seed. He gets hurt. We end up as the eighth, get bounced in five. Um, And then he, obviously, we all know about the practice that I don't want to even talk about personally. Um, but the GM or whoever their their scouting has been over the last several years has been quite impressive in going out and drafting uh, Carl Anthony Towns, even trading for Wiggins. I mean, Wiggins was not that guy with us, but uh, you look at it at his time now in Golden State, he's got a ring and he played a massive role. And then Zach Levine, we drafted Levine and look mm-hmm. at how he is. And then Anthony Edwards. So I'm uh, I'm pretty up and up on the Wolves. You know, last season was a great a great kind of. Uh, I don't know what you'd say, appetizer, per se. It was kind of a prove-it season for them, where yeah, I, like, I feel like... Can uh, this team work? Right, and, you know, I honestly think that uh, the Timberwolves did a lot to change the culture um, yep. between bringing in D'Angelo Russell, Patrick Beverly, um, you know, even things with their fan base, trying to, uh, you know, bring in new ownership. You know, I like what Derek Jeter's doing uh, with his ownership group as far as trying to rebrand but not redo what the Timberwolves are all about. Um, 
the tradition of having the fans stand up until the Timberwolves score their first bucket. I mean, I, I'd been to Timberwolves games before the new acquisition and before the roster shakeups and those kind of things, and there just wasn't that level of fan engagement. And I, I went to that game with you and, uh, you know, watched the uh, Timberwolves put 21 on the Lakers. <laughs> Who 21 them, by the way? It, Who was it? It was Jake Layman. Jake Layman was getting minutes. <laughs> I think he had like a three to put, to put up it up. To put it up 21? Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, man. The Wolves made a huge splash trade. They sent Patrick Beverly, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. Um, I can't remember his name, but our first pick from this draft. And then four first-round picks. Three unprotected and one of them top five protected uh, for Rudy Gobert. Now, that sounds like a lot. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of controversy surrounding, was that a good trade? Timberwolves Twitter going crazy the other night. Yeah, I'll tell you what, this is my take on it. My first thought was, damn. My first thought was, damn, we got Rudy Gobert and we needed a big that can defend bad um, and rebound. And arguably, I know I've done a little Gobert slander in the past, but arguably Gobert is probably the best big as defending and rebounding in the league right now. Yeah, he's a three-time deploy for a reason. I feel like Rudy kind of has, not like the same kind of thing, but he's got a little bit of that Patrick Beverly where if he's not on your team, you just don't fucking like the guy. Mm-hmm. right? But the instant he's on your team, you see like what he does. It doesn't really show up on like, brings the box to the table, score. yeah. Yeah. And we saw that with Beverly. Like, Beverly didn't lead the league in steals or any like defensive metric realistically. But <clears throat> listen, I ain't never seen Carl Anthony Towns talk shit like that in my whole life. i never seen Cat like, <laughs> piped up like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was crazy to see. Patrick Beverly put something in that man. That's mm. for sure. But yeah, Rudy Gobert addition to the Wolves is going to be, it's going to be interesting to say the least. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes up. I definitely like the acquisition. We did give up a lot, so we need to do something with it in the three to five year span that we have. I think Rudy's got four more years on his deal. Cat uh, has six now with the big extension. He got a big bag. D'Lo in a D-Lo contract year. is in right a contract now. year. That'll be the, the, the big kind of make it or break it. Obviously, Ant is going to get an extension as soon as he's ready for one. Um, I feel like that's going to get locked in. I, uh, I, I would, yeah, even after next year. Yeah, probably. They're, they're, they're giving that man his bag. But D'Angelo Russell, there's uh, some to be desired, some to be loved. Some to be somewhere in between. Um, and, you know, as someone that once had, you know, a fan of a team that he was once on when he was on the Lakers, um, <clears throat> I honestly thought he would be better at this point in his career. But I also feel like uh, it's not D'Lo's team. And I don't think it was ever going to be D'Lo's team. And I don't team. think he even thinks it's his team either. No, no. Um, but that, that's probably why you don't see, like, the crazy numbers that we, like, at least I thought. D'Lo was going to be like that 21, 22 a game, giving tennis, you like yeah. eight, 10 assists, shooting like 35, 38% from three. And it turns out, though, he's mid-rangers, he's floaters, he's flashy passes, he's taking too many fucking heat checks. My liking, bro, when I watch him play, he heat checks the first shot of the game, I swear. Yeah, let's see. I'm pulling up his stats from last year. So last year he averaged 18 and... Uh, on 41% from the field, three rebounds and seven assists. I mean, that is a pretty solid stat yeah. line for a point guard. But looking at his contract, D'Angelo Russell contract. Give, her, give me a second here. Um, currently, and I want to say this must have been a deal he got with uh, Brooklyn, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, four years, 117 mil, making 29 mil a year. This year he's set to make 31 Personally, eighteen and seven, I don't see thirty-one. Um, I would probably want to be more or less um, at around twenty with him, and I don't think he would take. He's gonna take that, unfortunately. Um, if he does, I'll gain a crazy level of respect for him because mm-hmm. if he does that, because he's gonna be able to get paid somewhere, he's of gonna course. get that thirty mil somewhere, right? If he takes like a twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three mil a year deal. That obviously shows to me that he more or less wants to win games. Right. And he'll take a pay cut to make sure Anthony Edwards gets paid. Um, but we're gonna have probably going to have three guys on max contracts, too. 
And I don't know how the NBA, personally, I know you're a little bit better with the contract stuff, but I don't really know if the NBA, if you can even restructure contracts in the NBA. Nah, you really can't. You can buy out contracts, those kind of things. No one's buying out. It. No one's buying out 200 mil from Rudy. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah you, that, that's a big buyout. But, um, you know, as far as uh, as that's concerned, I could see D'Lo taking, taking a little bit less to come to the Wolves. But, you know, Malik Monk said he would take a little bit less to stay with the Lakers. And the instant his old uh, his old buddy, De'Aaron Fox, was like, yeah, bro, we'll give you $18 million. He was out of there. But um, yeah. lots of bags thrown around. Uh, D-Book and Carol Anthony Towns, like you said, both extended uh, for the same amount of money. Huge, huge bags. Huge bags. Um, both deserved. Nikola Jokic, biggest bag in, uh, in NBA history. Kind of crazy yeah. to see the, the two-time MVP that nobody wants to fucking talk about. Nobody wants to put him on the cover of 2K, apparently. Yeah. Uh, looking at you, Ronnie. Uh, <clears throat> he got a huge fucking massive bag. Um, Well-deserved. You know, we saw Zach Levine run it back with the Bulls. You know, I think that caught some people by surprise. And all this shit with Kevin Durant and Kyrie and Rudy Gobert kind of took away from that. We were thinking the big story this offseason was going to be Zach Levine. And he just runs it back with the Bulls. Um, they're going to get Lonzo Ball back healthy, um, pending any major trades. Um, I still think that that will be a, a pretty good team. Um, I'm really hoping to see some more out of uh, some of the guys on that team. Lonzo Ball, Patrick Williams, uh, some of those role players. Because I feel like they kind of just said, here you go, DeMar. Here you go, Zach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And the um, Billy Donovan uh, technique, man. Same thing he did in OKC with Russ big, and KD. Big Billy Same Donovan. Same thing. And they gave they gave my boy Billy Donovan like an A minus rating on offense on the on two K, bro, as a coach, <laughs> which is capped to me, bro. But yeah, um, uh, getting backpacked by superstars. And uh, Lou Dort, not a huge name, but he he re-upped with the Thunder. Thunder keeping somebody, um, giving, uh, kind of committing to you know a team for the first time since they broke it up. Kind of interesting to see. I thought they were gonna try and trade Lou Dort, or just let him go. Kind of keep building for the future, keep building for the future. But it, I, I don't know why, but I feel like the Thunder are starting to get into a position where they kind of want to win games. I don't think they want to be in a rebuild for the next five six years, no matter how many fucking picks they yeah, have. Yeah, I will say, man, with the with the Thunder is. This team is what they're going to put out on the floor, and they think that's going to win. I'm going to see about a 13-14 seed in the West <laughs> with that squad, period. The, the way the West no is offense. shaping up. Yeah, it is, it's it, it's Shy Gilgis Alexander, uh, 80 overall, uh, Giddy, and uh, Chet Holmgren, who uh, I personally am not expecting much out of. Uh, imagine Chet Holmgren down low on Giannis. I mean, good luck. Yeah. I mean, good <clears throat> luck for anyone, but shit. Um, a, a move you didn't like. Um, yeah. That I was more big on was the um, uh, big trade. You could call it big trade. Dejounte Murray from the Spurs. It's a big trade. Uh, over to Atlanta to go team up with Trey Young, Clint Capella, and John Collins. Um, only sending over some picks and uh, some picks and uh, oh god, Gallo. Some picks and yeah. Gallo. What a deal. I mean, did I, I see that Gallo got traded again? Did Gallo get traded? Am I again? tripping? I might have. I for some reason I thought I saw he he's on Boston now. I mean, I could dude, he'd totally fit well tripping. in Boston. He would. He, he would. would. Fit, he would fit. It well could have been Boston. just a rumor. Miles Bridges signing a, a five year extension with the um, uh, Clark County Jailhouse <laughs> yeah. roster. Yeah, what a moron! Gonna be dropping triple doubles in the house, bro, with the ankle monitor on. What a moron! I mean, let alone doing that in general. I'm not trying to get all political on here, mm. but. You did it the night before your contract. And yeah. Jordan was giving you the bag, dude. Nah, he was giving you the bag. And you go and beat your girl, bro. That's like the worst thing you could have done, bro. Like, at least Trez, he just got caught with Kush, bro. I mean, <laughs> at least. Yeah, at least Trez was just trapping, bro. I mean, Trez kind of looked like Little Wayne, so it was like kind of to be expected, bro. But I wasn't expecting Miles Bridges. I was expecting him to shape up after the... The double cup and the and the joint got caught on camera. I was like, all right, he's going to cool out. He's going to get his bag, and then he's going to make a song about it, bro. I was waiting for the mixtape to come out after he got the bag. But 
he going to be uh, writing his bars from jail, a la Gucci Man. So, uh, you know, we, uh, we here at the Top Notch Boys podcast do not condone uh, domestic violence. Uh, anyways, segueing into that, um, a team that is the physical embodiment of domestic violence, the way that they continuously, um, you know, physically, emotionally abuse their fan base. The New York basketball Knicks have uh, signed Jalen Brunson to a max contract, uh, something that uh, someone who is so full of money that he could literally wipe his ass with $100 bills. Mark Cuban wasn't even willing to do. Uh <clears throat> And, uh, you know, I just, I, if you are a listener in New York, um, I just want you to know, um, that, you know, every Father's Day you should be sending a card to Trey Young. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, Trey Young has real estate at, uh, at Madison Square Garden. Dude, dude. he does. And, uh, Jalen Brunson is, uh, going to be looking to buy some real estate there too. <laughs> With that contract that he does yeah. not deserve, I just I'll Look. I'll never forget. I watched. What did he get again, Brunson? I think he got like a hundred and twenty. Let's pull it up, Siri. I need you to tell me how much, my man, hundred and four million dollars. For what? How many years? Four. Four years. Twenty five. Twenty six a year. Yeah. Yeah, I would have done. I would have gone to twenty with him as well. I would have done four for I eighty. I just, I just, I remember I watched a couple of the Mavs games, bro, and there's more than one time where Jalen Brunson just dribbled in circles under the basket until he could like try and get open with his left hand, bro. I seen him do it. I, I swear, I seen him do it to Rudy and get fucking blocked, and then I seen him do it to uh, whoever the Warrior Center was, and like it worked, and I was like. And that's some shit Tim does at Buker Park, bro. <laughs> like, if, if, I, Timmy? if I see an NBA player do something that one of my unathletic friends does at our local uh, basketball court, I'm immediately not paying him any type of money. Uh, but shouts out Jalen for getting the bag. You know, he, he, he didn't run from the grind. And, uh, you know, now he's going to be grinding it out with RJ and Julius. Randall. Julie. Randall. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. An MSG Poverty. winning 35 games. Yeah, good not, luck, man. Not tanking to go get uh, Victor. God, I can't pronounce his way, his, his last Victor name. Victor Oladipo. Yeah. They, right? Is that what you're talking about? No, nah, dude. The oh. Wambanea. Oh. Victor Wimbanyama. Victor Wembanyama. He's probably pronouncing it wrong, the too. Guy, the guy everybody's tanking for. The Knicks won't tank for him. They're going to try and win now with the big three of RJ, Jalen, and Julius Randle, bro. That's probably it's, the la- most laughable big three. Dude, if I'm a Knicks fan right now, I'm still going and sliding and buying that Jalen Brunson jersey, though. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, dude. Even more in shambles than Knicks fans. Knicks fans have been in shambles for decades. They're used to it. But how about Utah Jazz fans? Oh, my God. Utah bro. Jazz were the number one seed two seasons ago and got bounced in the semifinals by, by no, no Kawhi. Kawhi, Paul George, yep. and the Clippers, okay? Brandon and Jackson. Then last year they, they uh, played a series. I, they were either the I can't remember if they were the four or the five, but I know they were one of those two, they and they the played four. They played the Mavs. Yep. They had home court. Luka didn't play for the first three or four games in that series. They went up like 2 And they still lost by six. Lost in six. Yep. Now, you blew up the team because you traded Rudy, right? He was your number two for a plethora of picks. I guess you haven't blown up. Didn't they get rid of Royce O'Neal as well, they though? Did. They, they traded did. Traded Royce O'Neal, yeah, too. He went to the Nets, believe it. So now you're looking at it, and they got a plethora of picks in Donovan Mitchell. How shook are Utah Jazz fans? I don't know. I honestly think that the most like devastating thing that happened to the Utah Jazz um, is that they lost, I think he's been their longest tenured player there. Um, oh, God. Why can't I think of his name, dude? I can't think of it right now. I should know this. Um, but for the love of God, I can't think of it. He's Australian. What the fuck is his oh, name? Oh, Joe Ingles? Yeah, they lost yeah, Joe Ingles. They traded but... him before the season, though. Yeah, but... He... Traded him to, to Portland, right? He had gotten yeah. a knee injury. 
Joel Engels. As soon as you said I was Bucks. Really? He's on the Bucks now. Yeah. That's no a big shit. I, I thought he that's was. That's underrated. A, that is a very underrated Bucks pickup. Take. I thought I didn't know he was. Uh, he was available like that. I love the Bucks for taking like washed players every year and making them into like a fucking good ass role. Player. Just being them, yeah. But Bobby Portis before he came to the fucking Bucks, everyone was like, <laughs> he's a fucking nobody, and then now he's like probably like their best like big now. He, I, he's better. <laughs> the Lopez brothers, dude. I know they, they were, dude. He had Brooke, they had Brooke Loop. Brooke Lopez and Robin Lopez, like, splashing threes. This shit's ridiculous. Wes Matthews goes to the Lakers. He's cheeks. Shit, bro. He's cheeks. He goes back to the Bucks, bro. And he's, like, decent oh, yeah. Again. He's, he's the 3 and D again. guy again. Yeah, he's, he's uh, you know, he, he's getting some minutes, bro. And they, they took they took Grayson Allen, bro, and had him dropping 20 pieces in the playoffs. Shout out to Giannis for making everyone around him better. It sucks that Middleton was out. I thought they were going to go back-to-back. But anyways, there's a lot to happen um, with this free agency period still going on. I just read something now. Uh, Mark Joyce saying something about the Warriors are interested in getting KD. <laughs> that would be some shit if Kevin Durant was back there, bro. He'd have to fucking like, do Draymond Green's laundry every week, dude. Yeah, that that's he'd, hot. He'd I don't know to, if I can see that. He'd have to hold happen. fucking Clay Thompson's pocket, bro. If I'm the Warriors, practice. I don't go get him back out of spite. Hmm. And plus, what are the Nets gonna expect? They're gonna want Poole. They're gonna want Wiggins. They're gonna want picks. They're gonna want uh, Steve Kerr's fucking house. Like, I mean, dude, they're gonna want everything for yeah, him. And... The, the package is pretty much what you said. Like Poole, Wiggins, Wiseman, Steve Kerr. <laughs> Steve Kerr will have to be in the trade package. Riley Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, uh, that's kind of what you Clay believe. Thompson's dog. <laughs> yeah, like, no shit, man. Uh, the lost championship. Anything is possible, by uh, the way. Uh, yeah. Anything it, is possible. Anything is possible. Shout out to Clay Thompson uh, for uh, for being him. He, he curved a porn star for his dog. Mm-hmm. He lost his hat in the ocean. He coped. He fucking said anything is possible. He cold. He dropped his fucking ring on the ground. He cold. He tackled a fucking fan. He cold. And he missed two hundred games of NBA basketball. He cold and he shot under forty <laughs> percent. Shot under forty percent for like the first playoff run in his entire career, bro. Yeah. As soon as they lifted that banner, uh, he got the yapping. Yeah, <laughs> he no got shit. the yapping, bro. Meanwhile, it was the the Curry Clay or the Curry Carry uh, mission. He just backpacked them boys. It was a good finals. Um, but all in all, um, I think we're looking at a super competitive Western Conference. Uh, you know, for next year, you look at teams like the Grizzlies who have nowhere to go but up, even though they lost some some key guys. I think they'll make a move here in the next couple of days. Um, you look at a team like the Warriors, just you know, reigning champions. Uh, the Clippers getting uh, Kawhi back. Paul George came back at the end of last season. You know he was still a little rusty. Full off season, he got married. By the way, congratulations, Paul that. George. I did see that. Kelsey's in fucking shambles, <laughs> and uh, Kawhi is back. They went and get John Wall. I think they're gonna keep Reggie. They still have Norman Powell and Robert Covington, all pretty good role player yeah. guys. Look at Dallas. Yeah. Who Dallas will be yeah. relevant yeah. again? You got Denver getting Jamal Murray back and Michael Porter Jr., yeah. which should you know help them guys out. You got the Wolves who made the splash trade and, yep. and just kind of broke the cusp last year and in getting into the playoffs. Pelicans with healthy Zion Pelicans. running it back with CJ. I do got to say that that Zion contract is laughable to me. I know you're you're you. you I'm not a Zion hater. You're you're gonna try to tell me I am. Yeah. But here's the deal, man. You just paid this guy like two hundred million dollars, and he's played like forty games. He's still him. I I, I personally that. think that not only will Zion Williamson play most of the season, at least sixty games next year, I think he's going to be an MVP conversation, bro. Listen, next year. Next year, I think he'll write be, that one down. He'll be. He'll Who's be the notepad? We need a hot take. That's notepad. That's the hot take. That's a hot, hot take, take. Notepad. I'm not accepting that. Not next year, you said next year. This upcoming season, bro. Okay. This one that starts in, into my in fucking October. Come late October, bro. Come fucking Zion Williamson is the missing piece 
that the Pelicans need to be good. They, they went and got CJ, bro, who's a great, great player next to Zion. Catch and shoot, demon, can play make, can create his shots, clutch. Brandon Ingram, one of the best guys finishing around the rim, takes good it's shots. Official. I got, I'm going to have to date this thing too. What is it yeah, today? Today is the 3rd of July, 2022. Mark it, date it. Put it in your fucking checkbook. Take that yeah. shit to the we'll bank. We'll definitely revisit this one. Cash it in. Hot take. Zion Williamson will be an MVP discussion next season by Tony on 6-3-22. Flaming hot. I don't care, I mean, bro. Call me Chester Cheetah because I am not scared. I think Zion is going to be in that conversation, bro. For, for him to be in an MVP discussion, he's got to have the Pelicans at a 1-3-3 through three seed. Personally. I mean, fucking Jokic won it as a four, as like a what, a, a, a six seed? But Jokic also put up probably the best st- statistics as a center ever, yeah, I all mean, around. Advanced statistics if you look at it. I mean, the fact that he passes is nuts. I don't think they're going to give it Jokic three years in a row. But, look, I How could you? I could see that. How couldn't you? Yeah. I know, it's kind of fucked insane. up. It's the way that the media works, bro. But... LeBron should have, like, six MVPs. Yeah, no cap. Either way, bro, I think the Pelicans are a team that you can't sleep on. Their starting five is just so fucking good. It's just such a complete starting five, bro, and I really don't think that there's, like, a big that can, like, handle Giannis's, or not Giannis. I don't think there's a big that can handle Zion's quickness and his athleticism, and I don't think that there's someone that's, like, his size that is strong enough to, like, stop him from just bullying them. I just think the fact that, like, he's as big, strong, and, like, gets up as high as a big, but he's, like, the size of fucking Chris Middleton. Like, nobody Chris Middleton-sized is going to be able to box out Zion, bro. Even if he misses, I wa- when he was healthy, even if he misses, which he doesn't do very often, he's shooting, like, 65-70% around the rim. Even if he misses, bro, it's easy tippins because he gets up higher than you. He's stronger than you, and if you're small or you're big, he has some sort of advantage on you. And he can pass. He can shoot a little bit. People forget about that. His first game in the league, he shot like three threes, almost beat the Spurs, came back. Then the fucking coach took him out of the game because whoever was coaching the fucking Pelicans is a strude. But yeah. I'm big on Zion, um, not big on the Spurs. They might be the worst team going into next year. Uh, not big on the Hornets without Bridges. I think LaMelo Ball is really going to have a hard time without Bridges there just because it's like all eyes on LaMelo. And uh, I think that the Detroit Pistons are another sleeper team. I, You know what? Two hot takes. This is a buy one, get one free hot take. Off the Don't first episode. It. I know what you're going to say. The Don't Detroit say Pistons are going to make a play-in game, bro. They they will make a play-in game. Who are they added? They lost Jeremy Grant. They, they uh, Jalen Ivey, all right? Who? Jalen Ivey. Who? Jaden Ivey. Who? The fucking, the guy they just drafted, bro. Oh, okay. Who? They, 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 <laughs> they drafted well, bro. That was a good trade to unload Jeremy Grant. All right. The uh, you're gonna see some uh, you're gonna see more improvement from Cade Cunningham. Uh, I think he's gonna be a 21 and eight kind of guy. He's gonna be him. He's a big guard, can play make, can shoot, can score, under control, running the pick and roll. Isaiah Stewart, you know he's he's a pretty solid player. I think they can make the 10 seed, bro. Okay, I wrote it down. <laughs> You know, I uh, you know how I roll when it comes to rookies, man. Is I'm not sold until I see something, see something to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't give a shit who you are, man. I need to see some some play because we've seen time in and time out, guys get drafted one through three, whatever. They come into the league, they were dominant in college, dominant in high school. They come into the league and they're whole buns. So I'm. Uh, we'll see, man. Kate Cunningham was decent last year, but he didn't he didn't impress me that much watching him. I didn't. It's not like I seen him play and was like, "Oh my god, man, this guy." Not really, but it, they're a rookie though. He was a rookie, and this Ivy don't know much about him, but should be interesting. I mean, they are young, so they have if the if they drafted right the right players and they didn't draft Rubio instead of Curry, um, or Johnny Flynn instead of Curry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you never know, man. I, uh, who knows? I, I, I like the Pistons. I like what they're doing. I like the Cavs. 
but yeah, I feel just, like they just re-signed uh, Garland. They did recently. They extended that boy. They got him. They got him there. I like him, bro. You think they're gonna trade Sexton? Hard to say. Hard to say, man. Hard. It is hard to say. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean. It's way, 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 way too early to really predict uh, how it's going to shake out exactly. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to spiel off right now my, my way too early standings. Yeah, we need them. We need the mm-hmm. way too early we need standings. Em. The way too early standings. Okay, um, starting in the Western Conference, I got my one seed as going to be the Warriors. Yeah. My two seed is going to be the Clippers. Okay. My three seed is going to be the Grizzlies. My four seed is going to be the Wolves. Mm-hmm. My five seed is gonna be the Nuggets. My six seed is gonna be the Mavs. My seven seed, I f- I'm probably missing someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, my seven seed is, you know what? I'm gonna pull up the full teams, but I got six right now. I feel pretty good about my first six, but I'm gonna miss someone down here. Oh, I I have six, right? That's what I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me the Pelicans at seven. Okay, eight. Give me. It's tough to say about Utah because we don't know what they're gonna do right now. But eight, and I think I'm tripping on Phoenix. I'm gonna put Phoenix at seven. I don't know why, but I think Phoenix is gonna fall off a little bit. Mm. Give me Phoenix at seven. The Pelicans at eight. Give me uh. Give me the Lakers and and uh, Portland to kind of finish it off. That's kind of sure. where I'm running. I mean, it is a little hot, hot or early per se. But in the Eastern Conference, my number one seed, it's going to really depend on Kevin Durant. If Durant goes to Miami, they're the undisputed one seed, personally. For but sure. my one seed is going to be uh, next year, I'm going to go with uh, Milwaukee. Yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks. My two seed is going to be the Heat. My three seed is going to be the Sixers. My four seed is going to be Boston. My five seed is going to be Atlanta. My six seed is going to be Chicago. My seventh seed is going to be, and again, it's tough because we don't know what's going to happen with Durant. We don't know what's going to happen with Bridges. But my seven, am I at seven right now? Seventh seed is going to be Charlotte. Mm. Pending Miles Bridges. Mm. My eighth seed is going to be Toronto. My ninth seed is going to be Brooklyn. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Cleveland. And uh, I could see the Knicks rounding it out, but. Knicks on the Big Ten seed, bro. You'd love to see it, dude. But listen, I, I got some some strong takes about these. So I'm gonna give you my way too early Tony predictions. And uh, starting off out west, <clears throat> I got the uh, Big Clippers as the one seed. Give me the Grizz at the two. And then I have got the the Warriors at three. I would probably take the uh, the Wolves at four as well. Take the Pelicans all the way up to five. Mavs at six. All right, seven I got. The Nuggets, bro. Um, I think they just don't have a lot of depth outside them. Three dudes. All right, my eight seed. I probably would have to say, depending on, uh, you know, Certain circumstances, my eight seed, depending on on how many games. (laughs) I got the Lakers at the big eight seed, bro. All right, I'm probably missing someone too now. Did you say the Grizzlies? Yeah, I did. I could take the Grizzlies too. Did you say Dallas? I did say Dallas. Did you say Utah? Did you say Phoenix? No, I didn't. I I don't beat Utah. I did say Phoenix. I don't think we need notepads to write this shit down. I'll be forgetting them. My nine seed, bro, I'd take the Blazers. And then my big ten seed, bro, controversial. Give me the Kings. The Give me the Kings. The who's? The Queens. <laughs> the A top five poverty franchise? Big sack town. Big sack big town. Big sack town. Sabonis oh. and Fox, huh? Sabonis, Fox, bro, Keegan Murray, the dude they just drafted. Yeah. He put up, he put up like twenty five in a summer league game. G, <laughs> <laughs> you're sold. I'm big sold, bro. They got Malik Monk, bro. Come on. And then out east, bro. I'm uh, I I I think I take the Heat as the one seed. Heat with or without KD. 
Uh, my big two seed would be the Bucks. I feel like they're always hovering around that top three, top four. You know, they're always there. Bucks, my two seed. Uh, my three seed, obviously, you know, I'm going to have to roll with Boston. I rolled with them last year. They're a pretty good team. Four seed, give it to the Sixers, bro, depending on who they can get next to Maxi, Harden, and Embiid. They're the big four seed. Um, my big five seed, um, I'm going to take the Cavs. I think they move up a level. Cool. I think the uh, my big six seed then would uh, most likely be the Bulls. Uh, my seven seed, I would uh, I probably have to go with. Uh, I take the Raptors at seven. They're they're still no Hawks. So. Nah, I take the Hawks at eight. Cool. Two, you know, Hawks at eight. I don't. I just. I, I, you can't get rid of the Raptors, bro. No matter like how yeah, many. Yeah, I like, know. No matter how much you try to get rid of the Raptors, they have Drake in the crowd. Yeah. Drake's got, like... Drake uh, and Pascal Siakam, bro. It's just... It's the key to getting, like, the 6 to 8. Shout out Nick Nurse. Shout... Dude, he's he's a good coach. He is a really good coach. He's a good coach on a team that just can't really attract free agents because it's in fucking Canada. Exactly. And then, uh... You know, my my big 9 and my big 10 seed... um, I'm honestly gonna give it to the Pistons, and then uh, you know, I wouldn't be depending. You know, if the if the Nets keep KD and Kyrie for whatever fucking reason, I don't think they will, and I don't think they'll make the playoffs. So my ten seed would probably have to be. You're not gonna like this, bro. I said the Pistons at the nine seed, bro. Give me the Pacers at the ten seed. I don't dislike that, but I think the Pacers are almost going to be rebuilding as well, man, around Halliburton and company. I mean, they just traded Brogdon. Miles Turner is... The, the, the thing about the Pacers, bro, is like no matter how much they try and rebuild, they always manage to win like 35 games for no fucking reason. Yeah, <laughs> um, without barely trying, yeah. And, and I really just don't like a lot of the other teams at the bottom. I think that the Hornets are like the most inconsistent team in basketball. Um, and I, where I think like the Pacers are consistently average, they're like the opposites. Like the, the, the Hornets are either like beating you by 20 on like crazy flashy LaMelo ball, like dimes and threes, or they're like getting blown out by the fucking magic. And I don't think the magic are winning more than 20 games next year. I know I have no expectation for them. Um, the Knicks, the Knicks are going to be poverty. Buddy said Katie's going there, G. <laughs> he saw Paolo? a picture. Big Paolo. <laughs> uh, that was Listen, funny. Someone, bro. someone had said, "Bro, I hate to break it to you, but if KD's there, you're not. You're on Brooklyn, bro." <laughs> Big bust alert. Paolo and Shet both gonna be busts. That's my third hot take. That's I don't not even hot think it's to that, me. that hot. I got Paolo. Shit. Paolo and Shet. Big busts. But <clears throat> anyways, that's a little bit of a way too winded NBA prediction recap. Um, we'll have something more structured for the next episode here. Um, but, uh, what should we do? Should we do like NFL next week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny cause we were kind of chatting off the record before we did this. We were like thinking, yeah, so what are we going to do? Like five, 10 minute intro. Yeah. And then we'll do like maybe 10 minutes on the NFL, 20 minutes on the NBA. Yeah. You can take a whole hour talking about one sport, man. There's yeah. a lot to talk about, especially oh. cause the NBA just stopped, started pre-agency. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have to recap a lot on just, the NFL. Just had the draft here, but uh, you know, like I said, if you're if you're one of the few people that's listening to this first episode, obviously we appreciate the listens. We hope that you tune into the next episode. Um, we'll have some more interesting content. Uh, we'll have a little bit more of a heated debate. You know, I, soon. Yeah. Once we get into the all time list, I'm gonna yeah. have to. Uh, I might have to sit in a different uh, different spot of the room. But, Away from Tony when he tries to tell me Tim Duncan's top five. Uh, we won't get into it. We won't it, get but. into it right now. However, before we uh, before we wrap things up, we have to get into my uh, my personal favorite bit, and that bit is Will Connor answer his phone. So we're gonna, gonna give, give our take. we're gonna give our friend Connor uh, a call here and see if he has a, a good take for us today. Or if basketball. He's, if he's gonna be a if he's gonna be a piker today and not answer yeah. his phone, I'll so. tell you guys what he's got some of the craziest, wildest, outlandish takes. So I, I call him. Well, what are we asking him? Ask him who his top five 
players in the league are right now in order. Top five players in the <laughs> league right now. All okay. right, bet. He won't answer, though. He won't answer. Good thing on speaker. And we can't call him on his phone. We have to call him on Facebook Messenger. Why? Because, bro. He has no phone? No phone. <laughs> I thought he had a phone. I thought he did, too, bro, but I didn't get the number. All right. He's not answering. He's not answering. I feel like I have a backup call. Got a backup call. Should I call Bryce? Call Bryce. Call Bryce. All right. How far is this thing going to pick up? Oh, it'll pick it'll pick up right there. Are we oh, serious? Connor texted me. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> what a screwed. Please leave. Connor said. Connor said, "Well, you all right, Connor. Listen, we're calling you from the Top Notch Boys Podcast, Episode One, bro. We're doing a bit called Call Connor." All right, it took us two tries to get you. All right, but listen, we need your top five NBA players currently, right now, in order, one through five. Are we talking value or are we talking talent? Oh, my God, just top five. Top five five players in the league right now, (laughs) one through five. Top five players in the NBA right now. Number one, I'm going to say probably Kevin Durant. Number two, I'm probably going to say LeBron. Number three, I'm going to say Steph Curry. Number four, I'm going to say... Probably Jokic and then no Giannis, Giannis at number four. Actually, yeah, Giannis at four and then Jokic at five. All right, and wasn't that, that bad? That wasn't that bad. I was I was expecting uh, I was expecting you to say that Ant was better than Luca, but we just we just called you Connor here. We all right. Well, I'm gonna hang up on that note. Thanks for calling, <laughs> Brucey. Here's the deal, man. All right, we're we're wrapping up. You're live on the air right now, okay? And uh, we're wrapping up episode one here of the friend uh, the podcast, okay? Um, and we just called Connor and asked him. We're gonna make this a bit where we call both of you every Sunday or when we're doing it to get one take. All right? I'm gonna ask you a question and I want your honest answer. Can you do that? I can do that. All right. Same question we asked Connor. And we'll compare the answers. We want you to name your top five NBA players in the league right now in order one through five. My top five. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> Come on. It's, hard, man. it's, it's, it's really not. <laughs> Come on, big dog. Um, Giannis won. Okay. Jokic two. Fuck that! I don't even know about that one. But um, Jokic two. This isn't a chemistry test. <laughs> you did this in like five seconds when you were drunk in my backyard, bro. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Zero has Giannis and Jokic. Right now, I agree with you. Yeah, you're doing real Jokic. good. Wait, Jokic uh, second and Jokic third? Oh, no, 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 no. He's trying to name his third, I think. Third, uh... Dude. Man, I don't know. I'm kind of on the spot here. I don't... I think that's why I'm, like, blanking on it. Um, third... We're gonna cut this out, I think. You're almost halfway there, man. Probably should. Maybe... Maybe Luca. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bruce! Oh, I'm cutting this out, dude. Brucey. I don't know what you're doing, bro. This is not all right. You got Luca third. I I don't even feel good about the list. You should. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best part. Oh, this is a blooper, is what this is. Yeah. Uh, this right. is almost the best part. Yeah. Listen, Luca third. You got to finish three, the list. You got two Luka more, bro. It's not that hard. Who just won a ring? Uh. 
Uh, we gotta force feed him the fucking answer. <laughs> so you think Steph is third? I thought I thought Steph was third. You yeah. said yeah. You you said Luca third, bro. Come on, you're not gonna put probably Steph third, Luca maybe fifth. So uh, who's fourth? <laughs> all out of order, bro. Uh, um. Dude, it might be fucking healthy and beat, bro. But there you go. There we it's go. A great That's list. all we need. <laughs> that was honestly, like, it took us a while to get there, but that was a pretty solid list. Like, you know, Giannis won, Jokic two. We did Steph third, and then Embiid fourth, and we somehow got to Luca five. So it's not too bad. <laughs> no, it's not too bad. It's pretty close to what me. Bryce, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll yeah, uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you later, buddy. Okay, talk to you later. See ya. All right, we're gonna wrap it up here. I had to cut here. that out, yeah. dude. I don't know what that was all about. I think this is almost the best part of the podcast, yeah. but that was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, he's no, like, dude. I'm stumbled, man. I'll yeah. tell you what. I got Giannis one, Jokic two, Curry three, and then I got Embiid four, Kevin Durant five. Yeah, you know, my my list is very similar to Bryce's. Um I might I'm 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 I, I think I like Luca at five, but it could be KD. Who fucking knows? All I know is this for all four of you out there listening to the first episode of the podcast here, um we wanna hear your feedback here. So um uh, just let us know. Let us know, all four of you. You're probably our friends and family. DM us. You know, um, at our social medias, uh, who had the better list, Connor or Bryce? Yeah. And um, uh, you know, uh, thanks for tuning in, uh, all of you fine folks out there to the uh, the Top Notch Boys podcast episode one, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>